1: HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today.
0: The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been helping America's heroes and their families since 9-11. These are our first responders and service members who serve our communities and our country, or those who die in the line of duty or are severely injured, and our veterans who fought for our nation's freedoms only to return home, fall on tough times, and become homeless.
1: Heroes like Buffalo firefighter Jason Arno and his family. Arno was killed while protecting his community, battling a warehouse fire. He left behind his wife and a young daughter in their darkest hour, Tunnel the to Towers provided Arno's wife and daughter with a mortgage-free home. The foundation lifted a financial burden, enabling them to stay in the home where they made memories with their hero.
0: Join Tunnel the to Towers on its mission to do good. Support the families of America's greatest heroes, the families of fallen first responders like Jason Arno, plus Gold Star families with young kids, severely injured service members, and homeless veterans.
1: Donate $11 a month at t2t.org. That's t the number two t.org
0: welcome to today's edition of the clay travis and buck sexton show podcast welcome back in clay travis buck sexton show final hour of the president's day edition of the program a lot of people off today rolling through with a brand new program for you guys however is what we do and uh i wanted to mention to you that buck has returned to United States soil. He was in the South Pacific on his honeymoon, and he's scheduled to be with me tomorrow. Back in uh, the, the show, presuming, I always have to say presuming because of what the travel situation has been like. For many of you out there trying to go anywhere, uh, there still is some travel to be done. But back in United States, uh, back on United States soil, looking forward to being back with him tomorrow, finding out how that honeymoon went. Um, as we've been discussing, I encourage you to download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a moment. You can search out my name, Clay Travis. You can search out Buck Sexton's name. Tens of millions of you are downloading the podcast every single month on throughout the year. And we appreciate all of you who are doing that. And we started off the program talking about the incredible disconnect between Joe Biden's focus on the Ukrainian border while ignoring, by and large, what is going on at our own southern border. And I asked the question. How would you like to have seen $100 billion of your taxpayer dollars spent? Would you have rather that money gone to protect Americans and our southern border, or would you rather have spent $100 billion on Ukraine? And I ask the larger question, by the way, 90, let me look at the exact most recent number here so I get it 100% right, but somewhere around 95% of you with 20,000 votes cast said, you know what? I'd rather have the money spent on the United States border. 94% of you with right at 20,000 votes cast in the first, uh, in the first hour or so of that vote being up, right at 94% of you are saying you'd rather see the hundred billion spent here. And then as we were going to break, I was asking you to think about a question. How would we react? If 60,000, because that's the latest number, 60,000 Russian soldiers had been killed and 200,000 had been killed or wounded, and much of the uh, both killing and the maiming, the wounding that is going on was being done by a foreign adversary providing all that money. Well, one way to think about it is this is why Trump killed Soleimani in... Iraq, as he was traveling from Iran because the Iranians were helping to fund the weapons that were being used to kill and maim American soldiers in Iraq. And Trump said, we're not going to stand for that anymore. We're going to defend United States troops, even though Iran is not directly necessarily causing those deaths. They're providing all the weapons that are leading to those deaths. And so something that I would ask all of you to think about, as it feels to me like we inch closer and closer every day to a major global conflagration that could potentially lead to World War III, how would we react in America right now? If 60,000 Americans were dead and 200,000 Americans were wounded, and one of our foreign adversaries, let's say it was Russia, China, or Iran... Just to pick three. If they said, oh, tough break, America, well, that's, we didn't have anything to do with that. And we said, wait a minute, all the 60,000 Americans and the 200,000 woundings, all of that was occurring because you guys, Iran, China, or Russia had provided the materials, the weapons that allowed that to occur. Would we consider those countries to be non combatants? I think the answer is no. And the reason why I bring it up is, imagine that you're in Russia right now. Let's leave aside whether you even care about the legitimacy of the war itself. But rather, you're just dealing with those casualties, 60,000 dead, 200,000 wounded. What percentage of those deaths and of those injuries in combat, are directly related to American combat materials. Guns, bombs, maybe soon fighter jets, but in the meantime, tanks. A third, a quarter, a half, maybe higher. Wouldn't you consider, if you were Russian, the United States to be a combatant in this battlefield right now? And again take it outside of Russia if it makes it easier, and just presume that the United States was engaged in military action, 60,000 of our troops were dead, 200,000 had been wounded or killed, and Iran, China, or Russia had provided the war weaponry that allowed that to occur, wouldn't we all consider them to be enemy combatants? Would it make a big difference to us who was actually pulling the trigger if they had given $100 billion in assets that allowed 60,000 of our troops to be dead? I'm going to be honest with you. I would consider Russia or Iran or China to be combatants in that scenario. And then imagine if their head of state traveled to that battleground and spent the day bragging about how much of an ally they were with the country that had been killing us. How would you respond? I'm just going to be honest with you. Again, I think a big part of contemplating where things are going is taking it outside of the American mindset and thinking about it from the Russian mindset. Wouldn't you be out for blood if you were Russia? Wouldn't you be trying to figure any way out that you could with your Iranian and Chinese allies to extract pain on the United States for what we're doing? Because make no mistake, what Joe Biden is trying to argue right now is, oh, we're not involved. We don't have boots on the ground. But that line of what classifies as involvement keeps moving closer and closer to boots on the ground. And I'm not trying to defend Russia in any way. I'm just asking you to think as an American how you would want to respond if this situation was occurring to America. You'd want to F up. Sorry, the, fr- the phrasing there. You'd want to F up Russia. You'd want to F up China. You'd want to F up Iran. We know because Trump did it. When he killed Soleimani based on them providing the materials that allowed Americans to be killed. Well, when we're given $100 billion to Ukraine to kill Russians, i got to be honest with you, that's a level of culpability to me that, in, that that makes America officially, I think at this point, probably for months now, an actual combatant in this battle, even if we aren't providing yet troops on the ground. And given the fact that we're now in a quagmire and we've got Joe Biden walking around in Ukraine, it feels to me like every single day it becomes closer and closer to the United States being directly involved in this battle. And if you're Russia and you're reaching out to China and you're reaching out to Iran and you are saying you hate the United States, the way to get back at the United States is to stand with us against Ukraine, At what point does this become a larger battlefield? Are we already there? And are we setting ourselves up to be attacked in some way? Because of our increasing involvement there, and frankly, what I think is a cocky move by Joe Biden to go show up in Ukraine. Now, I think it's misguided because I care about America, and our borders way more than I do Ukraine. But I just want all of you out there to think about how you would respond. I used to do this test because I think it's so important. When I would do sports talk radio, there were always scandals. And what I found was overwhelmingly people would defend whatever their favorite team or their favorite player did, and it didn't matter at all what the details were. And so I would say, okay, okay. Instead of Ohio State doing it, pretend that Michigan did it. How would you respond? And they'll be like, well, that, that's totally different. Well, why is it totally different? Well, because I hate Ohio <laughs> you know, I hate Ohio State. I'm a Michigan fan. Or I hate Michigan. I'm an Ohio State fan. So pretend that what is happening to Russia right now is happening to the United States. Sixty thousand dead, two hundred thousand wounded, most recent estimates. And All of it was being done based on Russian military support. Would you really care who was pulling the trigger? Or would you say, I want revenge. I'm out for blood. They're killing my compatriots. I think we have to be prepared. I'm just saying. I think we have to be prepared at some point in the near future. This is my prediction. For Russia to strike back at us through either Iran or China to send a message that we have crossed over from neutral party to direct combatant. I don't know what that will look like. I don't know what that will entail. All I know is that's what we would do in this scenario. And that's why I expect at some point Russia may well do it. So, if that happens, what is the American response? Probably going to be what it's already been. Every single day, we get a little bit closer to being direct combatants in Ukraine. And every single day, East Palestine, nobody cares. Southern border, tens of thousands of people coming across. So bad, the northern border is now falling apart. Remember, if you keep in mind... My general thesis that everything Joe Biden touches turns to crap. It's the Bidus touch. Things are about to get, I think, far worse in terms of what's going on in Ukraine. And you can understand why Russia would be reaching out and seeking allies among people who hate America because they believe that we have entered into a direct war with them and we're pretending that we're not. If you keep handing somebody brass knuckles and they punch somebody in the face with them, at some point, it's hard to say you're not involved in the fist fight, too. If you hand somebody a gun and they shoot somebody, you get charged with a crime here in America. We are fighting. We're just trying to claim that we aren't. And I think Biden's continued embrace of Ukraine, both highly suspicious and highly troubling for what it means going forward. In the U.S. I think this is going to get messy and I think it's going to get messy even more so very soon. Another week of rough weather out there affecting many parts of our country. Plenty of disruptions out there. This time of year you need more than just flashlights, batteries, candles in your home when you're locked in and the power goes down. Regardless of where you live and based on the way we've spent the past year or so, do you have the same confidence that whatever you need is always going to be at the grocery store? I mean, there are a lot of people out there who still can't find baby formula. We ran out of toilet paper a couple of years ago. There are lots of products that are not stocked on our shelves like they should be. Anybody who went into a grocery store during COVID remembers that feeling, that sick feeling in your stomach where you looked around and virtually everything was stripped clean on the grocery shelves. Maybe that'll happen again. I hope it doesn't. But if it does, wouldn't you like to have security inside of your own home? That's why we have three-month emergency supply at uh, Food Kits here in the Travis household with MyPatriotSupply.com. Three-month emergency food kit, $200 worth of survival gear, comes with that as a free bonus. I've signed up for my wife and my three kids. Why wouldn't you do the same? Your $200 bonus gift will come free with each three-month emergency food kit you order Go check this out and sign up today, mypatriotsupply.com. Free shipping, $200 bonus gift with each three-month emergency food kit, mypatriotsupply.com. Again, go to the website, sign up like I did today, mypatriotsupply.com. Sanity in an insane world. The Clay Travis and Buck Sexton Show. Call 833 995 GOLD. That's 833 995 GOLD. One more time, 833 995 GOLD. The number one fantasy sports app in America is Prize Picks. It's the easiest and most exciting way to play daily fantasy sports. Five million members already active on Prize Picks. If you've not yet downloaded Prize Picks, do it today with as little as four picks. More player action on Prize Picks now than ever, and it's the best way to get action on sports in more than 30 states now. Prize picks also gives you injury insurance, so your picks stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Download the free Prize Picks app and open your account. Use my name, Clay, for a first deposit match up to $100. Download the Prize Picks app. Use promo code Clay, that's C-L-A-Y, to get set up and get a deposit match up to $100. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy.
1: We're proud supporters of those who serve our country and our local communities. That includes our military, law enforcement, firefighters, emergency medical professionals, and other government service personnel. There's an American company whose entire mission is built around serving these individuals. GovX.com. If you've
0: served our country in one of these ways, go to GovX.com and join the community today. It's fast, easy, and totally free. GovX members get access to unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands that want to honor your service. Brands like Oakley, Vortex Optics, Yeti, Under Armour, and many more. You'll also save big on sports tickets, entertainment,
1: and travel. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for everything you need on or off duty. A portion of every order goes towards nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. More than 8 million people are already saving every day through GovX. Visit
0: govx.com and use code CLAY in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Clay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We didn't talk a lot, hardly at all, I think, about the Michigan State shooting that happened. Um, And as usual, try not to name any mass shooters on this program unless they're out and people are trying to capture them and we're trying to help with that. Because by and large, one of the top storylines is mass shooters do it for attention. But I do think this is very important and worth hitting. And one of our writers at OutKick, Bobby Barack, has this story up right now. The reason why the Michigan State shooter was able to kill three people, and I believe wound five, uh, on that campus was because the prosecutor in that county where Michigan State is located, Carol Seaman, uh, and it might be Simon, I'm not sure exactly how to pronounce it, S-I-E-M-O-N, made it her official policy to drop mandatory prison sentences for felony firearm charges. And this is according to the Washington Free Beacon reporting. Um she said that because of race equity, she was not going to prosecute these felonies the same way that she should have. This guy was facing up to five years in prison. She said it was important for drum to put in place dramatic changes due to racial inequity. And this shooter was charged, the guy who killed all these people at Michigan State, was charged in June of 2019 with illegally carrying a concealed handgun without a permit. The charges were dismissed. Instead of facing up to five years in prison for the felony charge, which would have still had him in prison, he was given one year probation. So, again, this is a George Soros prosecutor. And what I just want to point out again and again and again is just about every single person who is charged with a high-level felony offense in this country today has previously had issues with police and been charged with crimes that were not prosecuted to the full extent of the law. Oftentimes that's because there's a concern that there is some sort of racial bias in fully implementing our criminal justice system because many of the charged and convicted are black. But for everybody out there who screams gun control or tries to turn a mass shooting into a political related issue as it pertains to guns being legal in this country... Almost every single time if the law had been adequately implemented and if the shooters had faced the full measure of justice, they would have never been out on the streets to actually do any harm to anyone at all. I just think that is so incredibly important to put out into the universe. Soft on crime policies are a luxury of low crime environments we are certainly not in a low crime environment it's way past time to ensure that prosecutors prosecute criminals to the full extent of the law looking for new ways to save money right now how about an easy one it's in the palm of your hand you can switch your cell phone service to pure talk say 50 or 60 dollars a month or more pure talk no contract wireless company only wireless company to offer 100 percent money back guarantee that's right they're so sure you're gonna love the ultra fast 5g service if you don't they'll give you your money back so instead of continuing to pay a small fortune to verizon at&t or t-mobile every month you can cut your bill in half with pure talk their customer service team us-based super helpful will take you through the switch which takes as little As 10 minutes. You can just dial pound 250, say Clay and Buck, to save 50% off your first month. That's pound 250, say Clay and Buck. Pure Talk is simply smarter. Wireless restrictions apply. Apply. See site for details. Clay Travis and Buck Sexton
1: on the front lines of truth. Stay with 710 WOR for the Sean Hannity Show coming up at 3.
0: The voice of New York,
1: 710
0: W.O.R.
2: At 58 degrees, 2.30, good afternoon, I'm Jeff McKinney. The most serious charge filed against Alec Baldwin in the New Mexico movie set shooting has now been dropped. He now faces a potential 18 months instead of five years. President Biden slipping into Ukraine, standing side by side with Zelensky to pledge continued support. A powerful 6.4 magnitude aftershock rocking Turkey today where earthquake deaths have top 40,000. The news is brought to you by The Truth with Lisa Booth podcast. Trains derailed, flying objects shot down, power outages on Capitol Hill. What's going on in America? Mike Pompeo joins Lisa on The Truth with Lisa Booth to discuss the threats that we face. Listen to The Truth with Lisa Booth on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This afternoon, partly cloudy, 60. Tonight, down to 40. Next news at 3 o'clock. Breaking news at once. Start your day with Len Berman and Michael Riedel in the morning, 6 to 10 tomorrow. 710 WOR. I'm Jeff McKinney. 58 degrees, 231. Sean Hannity here. So the IRS, they're back up and running and they're sending millions of notices to people they believe have not paid their fair share. Now this administration needs money to pay for their disastrous agenda. So if you owe back taxes or have unfiled returns and haven't received a notice, don't assume One no- of
0: the big discussions we had on Friday show, I remember if I remember correctly, we had Dr. Marty McCary on to talk about Oh, by the way, the things that Buck and I have been telling you for years now on this program all continue to come true, in particular that natural immunity, that is the kind that you get from getting a virus and recovering, was going to likely be as valuable or more valuable as it pertained to COVID than anything you could inject yourself with as a part of the COVID shot mantra. And uh, I am proud to say that I never got the COVID shot. Um, I'm proud that my kids have never gotten the COVID shot. I am proud in general for all of you out there that looked at the data and said, hey, I've had COVID. I got through it fine. You analyzed risk factors. You made determinations because the COVID shot is an abject failure And it's important to recognize as much. But what still hasn't happened, and this has me fired up in a big way, what still hasn't happened is there have been virtually no consequences for everyone out there in the Democrat Party that was 100% wrong about all of this. They told you to stand with your back facing the other direction when you were on an elevator. They told you that your kids couldn't play on a playground outside. They told you to sit in a circle in a park. They told you that you couldn't paddleboard, that you couldn't go to the beach, that you couldn't go on a hike, that you couldn't go to the gym, that your kids had to wear masks for years, and that was when they were finally allowed to go back to school. All of that was 100% wrong. And if democracy means anything, it should mean when you're wrong that you bear the consequences for your wrongness. That is, when you make poor decisions, you shouldn't be able to continue to make decisions on behalf of all of us. Yet, by and large, there have been very few consequences. There also haven't been very many consequences for the media that aided big business, that aided the Democrat Party in censoring the truth and in trying to terrify everyone out there, such that, unfortunately, I saw a tweet from Buck who's sitting at LAX, I believe, right now, there are still a lot of people, far too many, in fact, that are still wearing masks. I was out over the weekend. I was in a bar. One of the women sitting at the table behind me was in a bar. This was an underground bar, great place, Pushing Daisies, tequila bar in Nashville that I was out at on Saturday. There's a woman sitting there wearing a mask in an underground bar, and she's drinking and she's pulling her mask up and down as she drinks and i'm thinking to myself what what in the world is going on that this is still occurring that there are still people out there wearing masks and by the way in bars so <laughs> you're fine being out in the bar consuming alcohol but you are raising and lowering your mask in between your cloth worthless mask, in between drinks and a crowded bar. Like, many people's brains are broken. And Bill Maher, who has been right on a lot of this, confronted one of the MSNBC proponents of lockdowns and masking and the COVID shots and delivered this sterling harangue. Listen. They did a giant study something like 65 countries, many, many different studies. They looked at them all.
2: Natural immunity, as good or better than the vaccine. Something I've been saying since the beginning, and I get
0: called an anti-vaxxer. That's not an anti-vaxxer. This is the kind of thing I'd be curious as to how much play this story gets, because I remember reading
2: that they did a study of Republicans versus Democrats. The question was, what percentage, this is like a year and a half ago, what percentage of people who get covid require hospitalization the answer is less than one percent almost half
0: of democrats thought it was over 50 percent and i think that's so important because i've mentioned this before but my wife is finishing law school right now we met in law school vanderbilt university back in the day she's gone back to finish her degree now and kids were required to wear masks in law school for much of the time that she has been in school there And she would come home, I mean, 20 years after we were first in law school. I'm excited for her. She's going to graduate in May. Um, We'll have two lawyers in the household, which is sometimes a disaster, but we'll see how that officially goes. But she's had conversations with some of these kids. You know, you're talking about 25, 26-year-old kids at the absolute apex of their health. And many of them believed these are future lawyers, some of the smartest kids in the country, Many of them believe that if they got COVID, they would be hospitalized. And they were terrified at the idea that they might get COVID. And you can laugh and roll your eyes, as many of us have been doing for years over this thought. But I think it's so important for us to sit around and think about this. How did we reach a place... Where many members of the left wing media convinced their most stalwart supporters that if they got COVID, they were going to go to the hospital and there was a good chance they were going to die. And those people bought into that fear to such an extent. You know, we had David Zweig on the most intelligent universities meaning the kids that are posting the highest SAT and ACC scores are the most draconian when it comes to requiring boosters for COVID when these kids have literally zero, literally zero risk from COVID. And how did we get to this place where it has become a huge endorsement on the left wing in this country to be terrified all the time of COVID. How did wearing a mask become a signifier that you are super left wing? And how have we not allowed that to become a huge part of whatever message people are putting out into the country? Because it is the very definition of anti-science to be, as was the case Saturday in downtown Nashville, sitting in a bar, drinking alcohol, and raising and lowering your mask because you're trying to send a message about how seriously you take COVID. How is it? Because Bill Maher's right. The data reflected massive percentages of left-wing voters believed that if they got COVID, they were going to go to the hospital and there was a good chance they were going to die. When the reality, which has been clear for years now, was everybody was going to get COVID and most of us were going to be completely fine, basically never know we had it. How are we still dealing in this reality and how have there been no consequences for people who spread that falsehood about COVID. How has no one in the Democrat Party really lost his or her job because of how they responded to COVID? Is it really the case that things are so tribal and partisan that the truth of the matter doesn't exist anymore? It's just... I'm on this tribe, facts don't matter at all, evidence doesn't matter at all, science doesn't matter at all, give me my mask, I am all in on the COVID cosmetic theater. The mask is just a metaphor for how little you are willing to consider evidence and adjust your behavior. As we go to break here, I just want all of you out there to think about this. It is not a sign of adulthood to say, I believe this, and no matter what happens, I'm not changing my opinion. That's childlike thinking. Every single day, I am willing to analyze and assess and consider the fact that I might be wrong on something because facts continue to evolve. And we learn more. Buck and I got everything on COVID right 100% since we started talking to you in June on this program of 2021. That's hard to do. And as our critics have well established, we are not doctors. We are not scientists. But we do have the ability to read data, analyze it, and allow it to help govern the decisions that we make in life. Question for you as we go to the final break here. Why have so few Americans lost that ability? Why do so few Americans have that ability? What have we lost in COVID where people who were wrong on everything still cling to the idea that they were correct? Is it simply that all these people, many of whom are highly educated, refuse to admit that the red state rubes, the people they look down on, were actually right about everything and they were wrong, and so they're going to stay committed to their masks no matter what? And if that's true, what does it say about who's actually persuadable when it comes to intelligence and to our democracy as a whole, where you want to talk about threats to democracy? Literally the most important threat to democracy in my mind is this. If you're wrong on everything, why should you get to stay in power? There are a lot of Democrats wrong on everything as it related to COVID that didn't bear a single consequence. Randy Weingarten didn't lose her job. She kept schools shut down in many places for two years. Biggest, I believe, failure in this country's history, in my life, was shutting down schools because the people who bore the brunt of that issue were overwhelmingly poor and didn't have substantial resources in their own homes. Nothing happened to her. She got rewarded. She makes more money. The guy who was Joe Biden's COVID czar is now his chief of staff. The guy who tried to get 84 million of you fired if you didn't get the COVID shot got promoted. Washington Post says democracy dies in darkness. I would argue that democracy is dying when there are no consequences for getting things wrong. I'm an old sports guy, but if you lose every game, you don't get to keep your job. How are we tougher on football coaches than Democrat politicians when it comes to COVID? You know all about how these ridiculous woke activists have seized control of America's schools. Now a group of investment firms that Americans entrust with our pensions and retirements are playing woke politics with your money, without our knowledge or consent. A few large investment firms, names you know, control trillions of dollars of your money, and they're using those dollars to advance their woke ideology through a progressive social scoring program called ESG. They claim it promotes corporate responsibility. What they're really doing is using Americans' hard-earned money to finance their political agendas, forcing businesses to comply with them, or else. Some state leaders are fighting back, and more are joining, letting those investment firms know they can't play politics with our pensions. They can either do their jobs, maximize returns for shareholders, or get lost. To learn more, go to consumersresearch.org. They've been defending consumers against fraud and abuse for decades and still are. Go to consumersresearch.org to learn more about their mission to protect consumers from woke investment firms. That's consumersresearch.org. Sunday Hang with Clay and Buck, a new podcast. Find it on the iHeart app or wherever you get
1: your podcasts. Call
0: 833-995-GOLD. That's 833-995-GOLD. One more time, 833-995-G-O-L-D.
1: As someone who served our country in the intelligence community, I appreciate companies that back our nation's service community. One company that does it best is GovX. If you've got a military, first responder, emergency medical, or government service background, GovX.com is for you. GovX offers unbeatable discounts from thousands of trusted brands, sports and entertainment tickets, travel deals, the list goes on. GovX.com is a one-stop shop for the things you love. GovX also donates a portion of every single order to nonprofits that serve the military and first responder communities. When you shop on GovX.com, your orders make a meaningful impact. See if you qualify. Visit GovX.com. That's GovX.com and join a community of more than 8.5 million patriots and pros. It's fast, easy, and free to join. Use my name, Buck, as your promo code in the shopping cart to get an extra $15 off your first order. GovX, savings for those who serve. Grand Canyon University, a private Christian university in beautiful Phoenix, Arizona, believes that we're endowed by our creator with certain unalienable rights to life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness.
0: Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private. Christian. Affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Welcome back in. Glay Travis, Buck Sexton Show. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us as we power through the end of the Monday edition, President's Day. I hope all of you had a good long weekend. Buck Sexton will be back with me tomorrow, returning from his honeymoon. Uh, and speaking of consequences... Democrats are, I was reading in Politico over the weekend, really really nervous about Joe Biden's campaign. He's supposed to announce around April that he's going to be running in 2024, but they're particularly concerned about the fact that Kamala Harris remains his vice president and as unpopular as Joe Biden is, Kamala is even more unpopular. And she was asked directly about this uh over the weekend in an interview Here's what she said. Dozens
2: of Democratic leaders are saying that they not only don't think that he's the strongest candidate, you know, considering the larger field that could be possible given his age and other defects, but they don't think that you are the right person to be on the ticket. Why do you think that? I think that it is very important to focus on the needs of the American people and not political chatter out of washington dc and you obviously ran for president in 2020 you want to be president do you still want to be president someday joe biden intends has said he intends to run for re-election as president and i intend to run with him as vice president of the united states
0: it's going to be fascinating to watch regardless of what happens to joe biden in 2024 and i think he's going to end up getting smoked i really do Because they're going to be unable to hide him. And 82-year-old Joe Biden on the campaign trail is going to be a mess. Now, you have to keep in mind, this same party elected John Fetterman. So the same group that I was just talking about that's walking around wearing their masks, they're Looney bin members. They would vote for Joe Biden if he were legitimately Unable to speak because that's basically what they did for John Fetterman. So California is going to be all in for Biden. New York is going to be all in for Biden. But it's going to be fascinating after Joe Biden loses in twenty four. How in the world Democrats are going to avoid Kamala as their leading contender in twenty eight? Because by every metric of 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 the Democrat Party's identity politics mantra. It will be racist and sexist for Kamala not to be their pick. And yet they all know that Kamala Harris would get eviscerated in a campaign. Because that's the real story here of Biden running in 24. It's not just that he's the incumbent and he has all the the aspects of incumbency that, that are advantages. It's that if she ran it wouldn't even matter who republicans were nominating kamala harris would get slaughtered and they know it so joe biden's best political asset is actually ironically the fact that kamala harris is less popular than he is and barring a having to check himself into the hospital because he had a serious health condition like happened with john fetterman already Democrats are going to try the Weekend at Bernie's 2 political campaign with Joe Biden. And can you blame him? Weekend at Bernie's was a hit. Biden hung out in his Delaware basement. He did virtually nothing. And his goal, Joe Biden's goal, make no mistake about this, they're very clear, is basically not even to argue that he's done a good job. It's just to argue that Donald Trump is Hitler. That is Joe Biden's campaign all over again coming in 2024. And Kamala Harris is so bad, the Democrats are going to have to do it. Weekend at Bernie's 2 style. Buck back with me tomorrow. Thanks for hanging. Since 9-11, the Tunnel of the Towers Foundation has been committed to supporting our nation's first responders and veterans, heroes who put their lives on the line for our communities and our country, heroes like U.S. Army Major Jonathan Turnbull.
1: He sustained devastating injuries at the hands of an ISIS suicide bomber, the complete loss of his left eye, a puncture to his right eye, and he needed more than 20 surgeries and countless hours of rehabilitation. Tunnel to Towers paid off his mortgage and gave Major Turnbull a specially adapted smart home designed for his needs. He moves around his home more easily now. His home also gives him hope.
0: With help from people like you, the foundation supports families like the Turnbulls. Join Tunnel to Towers in supporting America's heroes, our nation's severely injured veterans and first responders, homeless veterans, Gold Star families, and the families of fallen first responders.
1: Donate $11 a month to Tunnel the Towers at T2T.org. That's T the number 2T.org. 95 cents of every dollar goes directly to their programs. Find your purpose at Grand Canyon University. Private, Christian, affordable. Visit gcu.edu. Pure
0: Talk, the cell phone service my family relies on, is now providing international roaming to over 50 countries. As you plan your summer travel, make sure your wireless company covers you at home and abroad. Unlimited talk, text, plenty of 5G data for just $20 a month. That's less than half the price of Verizon, AT&T, or T-Mobile. Go to puretalk.com slash clay and make the switch today. That's puretalk.com slash clay and you'll save an additional 50% off your first month. Switch to Pure Talk so you can have more money to travel with this summer.